Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. New York Attorney General Letitia James will only give Donald Trump the one thing that helps her case, and that is to allow his companies to continue to operate and not have their business licenses dissolved. That in a new filing filed by Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, against Donald Trump at the appellate court level, the First Department Court of Appeals in New York, which sits over Judge Angoran's New York State Supreme Court case. Uh, Trump had filed a uh, appeal trying to get the trial that's already been ongoing for five weeks stopped dead in its tracks. Stay the trial, Donald Trump argued. The judge was wrong. Four weeks ago, five weeks ago, when he granted the New York Attorney General's motion for summary judgment on count one, which is a persistent fraud claim under New York's unique statute, Executive Law 63-12. Once there's a finding of persistent fraud, whether it's accidental or intentional, then all bets are off. And the judge at that time in granting the summary judgment also granted the Attorney General, on behalf of the people of the state of New York, a number of types of relief, types of remedies. Uh, He didn't go as far as to order at that moment the return of hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, but he did a lot of other things. He ordered the immediate dissolution of Donald Trump's business entities, business existence, business licenses to stop them from operating, appointed a receiver over them to liquidate them and put them out of business. He also agreed to uh, ban Donald Trump and the children, Alan Weisselberg and others from ever being New York officers or directors of companies again, and um, other, other informational type requirements. He left for the trial of the remaining six counts of persistent fraud that were left, fraud in insurance documentation, fraud in financial statement documentation, fraud in books and records documentation, all crimes, by the way, in the state of New York. He left that for the trial, which is also in front of him, but he didn't do it on summary judgment. And the issue of money, how much money Donald Trump and the Trump Organization and others would disgorge, in other words, how much ill-gotten money would have to be returned to the people of the state of New York because of his insurance fraud, bank fraud, lending fraud, real estate fraud, and tax fraud was left to be considered. That is what Donald Trump moved on an appeal to try to get, A, the dissolution of his company stopped by the appellate court while he uh, had time to argue the appeal over the course of the next year, 
stop uh, the appointment of the uh, monitor, stop information from being exchanged with the New York Attorney General about his finances and companies and, and ideas about money transfer, and, and lastly, to stop the trial, arguing at one time, although that's now stale, arguing at one time that, oh, uh, he shouldn't have to prepare for trial and put on his evidence and waste his resources while the appellate court is considering matters. Well, the appellate court didn't move on that. <laughs> the appellate court, by not ruling, ruled that they did not see this as an emergency. And now we are week five into the trial, and it'll be week six before Donald Trump responds to these papers. The trial will be almost over. I mean, at the rate they're going, we think the trials may be concluded before Thanksgiving shaving off at least a month of trial presentation. So she had to file, the New York Attorney General had to file late last night, and I have it right here, a 35-page opposing brief. It gave her the opportunity to take pot shots and punch out Donald Trump again about his case while arguing that it was unlikely that he was going to win his appeal, that he should never be entitled to stay the trial. And the only thing she was willing to give him is the thing that the office was willing to give uh, him a month and a half ago, which is you don't want your certificates of operation, your business licenses to be dissolved. You want to still operate your businesses. That's fine because I, and, and the reason that she's okay with that to stay the dissolution of his companies is really twofold in my view. One, she needs those companies to continue to operate, to generate cash so that she can grab, grab $500 million at the end of the trial. If they're doing a going out of business sale now and a fire sale now with a monitor approaching assets, it makes it more difficult, right? Let it be a going concern that's making money. That money ultimately ends up in her pocket. That's one. And the second thing is she does recognize that that is an easy give to give to the appellate court. You want to stay something, stay that. It's very difficult to put the company back on its feet after everything's been dissolved and assets have been sold. Let's wait for that. That seems more like a very final decision. Let's wait until I win. This shows you her confidence as the Office of Attorney General. Let's wait till I win the other six counts in front of the judge, and then we can go for the full death penalty. She also has the benefit, of course, in filing now of the five weeks of trial. She knows exactly how the trial is going. The trial is going exceedingly well for her. She's put on, you know, upwards of eight or 10 witnesses. They've all been very favorable to her case in proving that fraud has happened. We've had inside employees, inside ex-employees who have committed fraud and gone to jail, outside appraisers, outside auditors, outside bankers, outside insurance companies. And now she's turning turning to the Trump kids and then Donald Trump. And so far, it's all her case has all been made out. So she has the benefit of the confidence of knowing what the case is all about and how it's going while she's making this gesture, you know, this, this gesture of ice in winter. Here you go. We won't dissolve your companies. You want to still operate them and I'll get the money at the end? That's fine with us. Lomi is the only appliance that prevents food waste from stinking up your kitchen and polluting the planet. Now that I've invested in a Lomi, it's changed the way I deal with my food waste. Lomi is the biggest innovation in the modern day kitchen since the dishwasher. Lomi has helped me turn my home into a climate solution. Now I can transform my organic waste into nutrient-rich Lomi earth that I can feed to my plants, lawn, or garden instead of sending it to the landfill. 
And as a result, I can help the environment and make my life easier. In just four hours, Lomi transforms almost anything you eat into nutrient-rich plant food at the push of a button. It's smart, simple food recycling that fits my space perfectly. Cut the chore of doing the trash in half and eliminate bugs and odors in your kitchen. And here's a bonus. You get to feed your lawn and garden with an all-natural fertilizer that you just created out of your own food scraps. All my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge can go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food at home. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. By reducing the amount of food I send to landfill, I'm helping do my part for the planet. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use the promo code LegalAF to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use promo code LegalAF at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this video. And so in her briefing... I'll just give you some of the highlights of it. She says in the summary, in the preliminary statement, at the top of page um, one, in this executive law section 6312 enforcement action, the New York State Office of the Attorney General alleges that the defendants, various Trump organization executives and entities, have for over a decade engaged in fraudulent and illegal business practices. In the motion, defendants seek the extraordinary relief of a stay pending the appeal of an ongoing trial that's been ongoing for six weeks. And she goes on to say the court should deny defendants' astonishing request to halt the ongoing trial midstream because it would be unfair to the orderly administration of justice and severely prejudice the office of the attorney general. Plus, it would lead to a cascade of delays in Donald Trump's other cases that are currently civil and federal and state and, uh, and criminal and civil pending against him. So she doesn't want that to happen. She then outlines for the uh, appellate court all of the fraud that she's putting on in her trial. Uh, she's saying that for decades, those entities and Donald Trump engaged in an unlawful scheme to inflate the value of his assets, they, that they use different combinations. <coughs> Pardon me, I have a little bit of a cult different combinations of deceptive strategies to inflate the values of his assets. They didn't just use one. Eric Trump is identified by name. The penthouse property for Donald Trump by name. Mar-a-Lago and the Scotland golf course and the issues related to that are identified by name. He also, the, he also, she also tells the appellate court that defendants have wrongfully used Trump's false and misleading statements to carry on and conduct their business with various New York banks and insurers to secure loans to their benefit. <clears throat> that the defendants in turn <clears throat> secured more favorable loan and insurance terms and then retained those terms with each annual statement, paying reduced loan and insurance rates throughout the life, life cycle of those loans and policies. And goes on about all of that. So here you have a supremely confident New York attorney general knowing, having the benefit of five weeks of trial, knowing how her case is going, knowing how the witnesses are doing, 
offering very little, but probably just enough for the appellate division, first department, to say the following. And this is going to be my prediction based on the 35 pages that have been filed here. This was her opposition to the motion uh, for stay pending review. Donald Trump has one more brief next week at the end of the sixth week, and then we'll have the merits panel, a three-judge panel to be picked of the appellate division of the first department make a decision sometime thereafter. One of the ways that they can just sit on this is to sit on this. They don't make a ruling. The trial continues unabated. It wraps up in sometime in November. And then they go, well, it's already been, it's already moot because the case is over. So the issue related to the stay is moot. They've done it before to Donald Trump and they're likely to do it again. So my first prediction is the appellate division, first department appeals court doesn't do a darn thing. They just sit on this and they, and they get around to sometime in December. They keep one eye on the case and the news of the case. Look, they know what's going on there. They know it's going, the attacks being made by Donald Trump on one of their colleagues, on Judge Angoron. And one of the paybacks that an appellate court can do is just do nothing. That's one. Two, if they do decide they have to do something for the public purposes and optics, I think that they agree with uh, Letitia James's office, the Office of Attorney General, and they deny the stay. They don't stop the trial. And they don't, but they agree with her that they're going to not dissolve the business entities that Donald Trump owns at the at the present time until the trial is over. There's a final judgment related to the remaining counts in the trial. And then whatever issues are left are up on appeal. And that's all that they get to decide at this point. I mean, sure, they take a peek under the hood to determine whether there's a likelihood of success on the merits that he's going to win uh, that uh, his primary argument that Judge Angoron violated the appellate court's ruling from the summer and how he applied the statute of limitations as to whether certain claims were too old or too stale or certain claims weren't. And Letitia James has a very elo- eloquent way to resolve that. She says just because certain of the claims are outside the statute of limitations doesn't mean that there's other claims that aren't within the statute of limitations. And you don't get a defense that, well, some of those claims are barred. Right. But others aren't. And we're here on the ones that are not stale, Mr. Trump. And that's what we've been litigating for the last five weeks if you've been paying attention. We'll continue to pay attention here on the Midas Touch Network, on Legal AF, on hot takes like this one. And then we'll get these kind of briefs. We catch them, we read them. 32 years of trial expertise in New York. I can bring uh, that to bear on hot takes like this one. And then on Wednesdays and Saturdays, we do a podcast where I... If you like hot takes, wait till you see the podcast. Me and Karen Friedman Ignifolo on Wednesdays. Me and Ben Micellis on uh, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. We'll get, I don't know, twenty to 50,000 people watching us while we record, making us the number one show on YouTube Live at a given moment. And then we put that podcast on audio platforms wherever you get them from. So until my next hot take... Give me a thumbs up on this one. Until my next Legal AF, this is a slightly under the weather Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.